Good morning. It's Wednesday, October 4th. National Cinnamon Roll Day, which is great because honestly, after all this news, I think we could all use some sugar. Not because it's like bad news, but because it's, um, well, honestly, it's just annoying news. And now, the annoying news. Let's start with Kevin McCarthy, who on Tuesday made history as the first U.S. House Speaker to uh, lose his speakership on a vote to vacate. That's right. With all Democrats and eight Republicans voting to vacate, Kevin McCarthy is officially out as Speaker. Calling it a solemn moment, House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries issued a statement saying that he hopes some traditional Republicans would consider leaving their party's MAGA extremism and joining the Democrats, which would make him the speaker, which would be wild. But honestly, at this point, it's like, okay, who knows? I mean, he'd be great. I'd be so happy. But at this point, it's like, who knows? Just like in January, when it took Kevin McCarthy 15 rounds of votes just to get the speakership, the Republicans looked like messy children today. And the Democrats were incredibly united. Again, every single one of them cast the same vote. This was a huge test for Jeffries, and he passed with flying colors. Not one single Democrat defected because, as they put it, the House majority is responsible for picking a speaker. It is not their fault that the Republicans are so split, and it's not their job to save them. At this point, who knows what will happen. As of this recording, McCarthy has already told his party that he will not run for speaker again. But the problem now is that there is no clear leader in the Republican Party. I mean, duh, and also specifically for the speaker. So at this point, all we really know is that we're probably looking at another series of rounds of voting while no other government work gets done. In the meantime, House Rep Patrick McHenry from North Carolina will be the acting speaker. Matt Gates's future also remains uncertain. Because besides those eight Republicans who voted to vacate, basically no Republicans like him right now. A lot of them have never liked him, but uh, he's not making any friends. House Rep. Don Bacon said he, quote, shouldn't be in the Republican Party. Former Speaker Newt Gingrich wrote an opinion piece in Washington Post saying that Republicans should expel him. And House Rep. Armstrong told Wolf Blitzer that he expects a resolution to expel him to come to vote. Matt Gates has so few allies in the party that in the debate prior to the vote, Matt Gates had to use the microphone on the Democrats' side of the House because everyone used the Republican microphones and no one would give up one to bring him over. They visually pushed him away from the party. I mean, we love consequences for actions, and don't get me wrong, I'm not like, hey guys, take it easy on Matt Gates. Stellar impression of me, I guess. Um, consequences for actions, A. But also, I don't like annoying things. So this is very complicated because it takes a long time for 435 people to vote. So it's drama, but it's also boring. A bummer of a combo. Like I said, though, yesterday was a truly historical day. What happens next is, um, shrug emoji, I guess. And while the House was making history in a bad way, the Senate was making history in a cool way, as LaFonza Butler became Senator Butler after she was sworn in by Veep Harris. The Congressional Black Caucus then held a ceremonial swearing-in. As a reminder, she is just the third Black woman to serve in the Senate. 
Carol Mosley of Illinois was the first in the 90s, and Veep Harris was the second. You know what I just remembered? At the beginning of this episode, I said all the stories in this episode were annoying. This one is not. The first one was. The rest will be. This one's not. Hunter Biden entered a not guilty plea in federal court for gun charges on Tuesday because, yeah, we're still doing this. Afterwards, Hunter's lawyer issued a statement saying, quote, These charges are the result of political pressure from President Trump and his MAGA allies to force the Justice Department to ignore the law and deviate from its policies in cases like this one. His lawyer also added that they will be seeking an evidentiary hearing, which means prosecutors will have to present the evidence that they've gathered. And then after those three minutes are up. And of course. Trump crime update time. In day two of the New York money crimes trial, the judge presiding over the case issued a gag order against Trump. Why? Well, he posted a photo of the court clerk with Senator Chuck Schumer on Truth Social. He also called her Senator Schumer's girlfriend, which is not the case, and then linked to her Instagram and said that his case should be dismissed. And in a rare move, Trump actually ended up removing those posts, which was surprising. In a statement, the judge forbade, that's right, forbade, any posts, emails, or public remarks about members of his staff adding that serious sanctions will follow if he doesn't act right. We'll see if he learns his lesson, but uh, if passes president, then probably not. No, I would assume not. And finally, a friendly reminder that FEMA will be conducting a test of the emergency alert system today at 2.20 Eastern. It will go to cell phones as well as televisions and radios. So just a note that that's going to happen. And that's it. That's the news. What a day. What an absolutely exhausting day. I'm obviously not proud of Matt Gates. He's a bing bong. I am proud of cinnamon rolls. When done well, they are so good. When done poorly, it's still sugar, dough, and cinnamon, so still good. Also, my cousin Dan. I'm proud of my cousin Dan. <laughs> but more than cinnamon rolls, because you've never not been absolutely perfect. I'm proud of you. 